0: I couldn't get myself to write pages and pages of raw emotions and feelings no matter how beautiful and inviting the journals I bought were. Until one day, I was watching this video by Lisa Nichols asking her audience to think about an eulogy at a funeral, three days from then, and how the deceased would like to be remembered, and only that the eulogy was ideally of our own. That was the moment when I picked up my pen again to write and rekindle my love of journaling. Now in this week's episode, let me share with you my three reflections around the practice of journaling, and I hope they would inspire you to do the same. So let's dive in. Welcome to Hello Authenticity Podcast, insights that boost your courage to be who you are and beyond. Growing up as a child to a school principal father, I was blessedly inundated with complimentary books and journals every year at home given to him by publishing agents. There were diaries and journals of all kinds and sizes that sometimes my dad had to give them away as there was simply not enough space to house them. I would use several of them to draw or sketch on, capture academic notes on, and the other ones to record down my daily interesting events and experience. I never really did journal consistently, but I absolutely loved noting down special weird or crazy little moments from time to time, especially during my teenage years, for fond reminiscence. And yet, whatever that I've written down during those years encapsulated most of my quirky emotional highs and lows as a young adult. When I eventually left home to pursue higher education, I slowly abandoned the tendency to journal as university schedules started to pick up and became more intense over the semesters. Although most of them, if not all, have been decimated as a result of my parents' large-scale empty nesters spring cleaning activity, I remembered the times when I thumbed through the penned pages at home during semester breaks that they never failed to bring back smiles and light up my days reflecting on my silliness and immaturity of a certain extent in those days. Whether it was about highlights at school, friendship breaks and men's, sibling fights, parental controls, or secret crushes, many of which I could not recall vividly. They were all there as one great chapter and an evolutionary part of my life. In the more recent years, except for a few mandatory submissions of coaching reflection papers, I have mostly resorted to meditating rather than journaling. I would spend more time observing my thoughts as they come and go instead of disciplining myself to write and process them in writing. I could not get myself to write pages and pages of raw emotions and feelings no matter how beautiful and inviting the journals I bought were. Until one day, I was watching this video by Lisa Nichols asking her audience to think about an eulogy at a funeral three days from then and how the deceased would like to be remembered. Only that the eulogy was ideally of our own. That was the moment when I picked up my pen again to write and rekindle my love of journaling. Perhaps it was incidental after all, but I could not stop writing that evening. And I kept asking myself these questions. What do I want to be remembered for? What's my legacy in this lifetime? Will my son be proud of me? Have I done enough? How far still do I aim to go? Have I made the best of everything that I've been gifted? There was something about writing and seeing the words come purging on paper that made it so enthralling and healing, the question about having to make time for it in the first place had disappeared. It felt more like a must than it could have. When I finally was done with that, I felt relieved, slightly different, as though something heavy had been lifted off me, and in that instance, I realized a few things about journaling and how it has served me well all this time. Now the first one being... Journaling as a deep, intimate conversation with oneself. Now, it reminds me even on days when no one seemed to care or lend a year, I am my own pillar of support and best listener. Writing down my flowing thoughts helped me to process my inner world and chatters in an openly responsible way and identify the different themes going through my headspace given specific circumstances. I could see the words that I used and witnessed once in a while how I have been so hard on myself and other times so full of myself. There can be moments of imagination, praise, shock, anger, angst, misery, sarcasm, and laughter nestled within all the word mass and released in such writing mess. It is a pretty cathartic way to honor and appreciate more both my strengths and weaknesses, and more importantly, to understand better of the person that I am. And secondly, journaling is also a way to show compassion towards oneself. Journaling allows me to capture various flavors of elations and tribulations of my life. Since neither can exist without the other, No highs without the lows, no light without the dark, and so it's happy without the unhappy. It is an effective way to demonstrate compassion to myself by recognizing and appreciating the ups and downs of my journey through life, looking back and see how far I have come despite all the circumstances. Overcoming challenges is the part and parcel of life, isn't it? Sometimes it is too easy to discount the day-to-day occurrences as trivial and insignificant, and yet, when I started to connect the dots going backwards, the emotions involved and the meaning assigned to each of those experiences have influencing roles in shaping all kinds of decisions that I've made along the way. They also beckon for a deeper awareness and engagement with life as I chart my path forward every single day. And Thirdly, journaling demonstrates our continuous learning and nonlinear personal growth. And What do I mean by that? Every form of experience culminates to a moment of learning and growth. When things are great and going smoothly, I would ask myself, what can I feel grateful for in this experience? Similarly, when things pan out differently than expected, I would ask myself, what can I learn from this? The process of journaling provides me ample opportunities to emphasize the good but also a vulnerable space to call out on various aspects for improvement in me. It is bizarre and perplexing yet humbling to occasionally see how I manage to screw things up again just as I thought to have it all together the last time. Journaling has been a great way to befriend the disempowering emotions through the delicate process of deconstruction or peeling the layers to understand the growth that one needs to go through and embrace the becoming of oneself that is pure love and whole. Now having listened to my three reflections on journaling, how are you feeling about journaling itself? Perhaps if you have been journaling, what other wonderful reflections you may have that can be added to this. Feel free to share and write to me your feedback at info at iridescentzeal.com and I'll be happy to hear some. With that, here we are at the end of this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast this week and I hope that this podcast is serving you well in any little way possible. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe and share it with people in your life. I'd be greatly appreciative of your love and support. And until we greet each other again next week, take great care and bye for now.